Well, good morning. I am your Lucas Kerland, and I am back again for another episode of Tractor Talk, where we will be discussing faith, life, and everything in between those two topics. So, I hope all of you are having a good day. Hope all of you are, um, you know, keeping in your relationship with the Lord um, and telling others about Him. I pray that I do the same. Pray that we'd walk in step with the Spirit and not with the flesh. And, and speaking of that verse, that is the book that we're going to be in today. The book of Galatians, that verse that I was just kind of quoting was Galatians 5, uh, um, 16. Um, you know, so that today when we discuss um, biblical, the biblical things, we'll, we'll be reading out of Galatians 5. I'm talking about Christ has set us free. So I am looking forward to that. I am looking forward to another long day plowing on the tractor, but... Um, there are things that must be done if you want a good cotton crop later this summer and later this fall. So you, you gotta you gotta put in work, I reckon. So it's all right, just just part part of the farming lifestyle. I'm not gonna complain because I'm thankful that I have a job. Thankful I got income coming in. So, anyways, well, one of the big main topics that is in today's headlines is, yep, you guessed it, coronavirus or COVID-19, whatever you like to refer to it as. But that is a big thing that is in, like I said, the headlines today. Everybody is flipping out. Everybody's paranoid. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, got to buy toilet paper. You know, I don't know where that insanity is coming from, but it's just, I don't know. I guess they just think that they got to have more than one roll of Charmin to be happy. But uh, anyways, that's not the point. Uh, what is the point is that we see a lot of people that they're worrying. They're bent out of shape. They're, they are flipping out because, well, simply, we live in a generation where there's a bunch of millennials, where there's a bunch of people who are uneducated in the ways of how to survive during a crisis because, oh, I mean... Yeah, we, we don't want to do this. I mean, we're, we, we can't do this. We don't want to have to learn how to shoot guns to possibly, you know, have to shoot a deer or how to handle weapons. Or, or Oh, we, we, we don't want to have to learn how to save money so that we can actually have money during a crisis. You know, no, in our society, it's spend money, spend money, spend money, and it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. We, we can go in debt. When, when that is not wise, when that is not a good, good thing to do, um... You know, but that's that's just the way that our society is. It's the way our society rolls. Um, and as fortunate as that, unfortunate. I'm sorry, as that is not fortunate. <laughs> and I hate that it is that way. But like I said, people are uneducated. So parents of kids who are going to be growing up in in the 21st century, Lord willing, educate your kids. It's okay for them to get their hands dirty. It's okay for them to know how to survive and not just be dumb or ignorant to the the ideals of, you know, 
being able to skin a deer or skin whatever animal that you've killed for meat to survive on. Because what if there were no grocery stores? How do you think people did it back in the day, huh? How do you think our forefathers and people, yeah, they didn't have a Walmart or a Costco to run to. You know, they went out, they killed the animal, they brought the animal back, they skinned it out, they cooked it over a fire or whatever. That's how they fed their families. Okay, and they stayed alive. You know, so. And in anyways, that's that's a little bit of my rant on COVID-19. I'm trusting that the Lord will end it. I'm trusting the Lord will bring things back to a new order. And hopefully we as Christians have taken the initiative to repent and return to Him in the areas of our lives that we have not been submitting to Him. Um, and that maybe in this time there are those who are not Christians, they have come to know Jesus because, you know, just they, 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 haven't, they don't have anything else to focus on except, you know, being at home. You know, so I don't, I don't know what the Lord's doing all the way. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. You know, I'm, I'm not Him. But, uh, you know, any, anyways, I'm also trusting, you know, that President Trump will make the wise decision and uh, just slowly reopen these restaurants and slowly reopen these other small businesses. And because I think it is the best thing to take it slow. Yes, I'm. It may sound like I'm just saying that it's not a big deal. It, it is. It is a big deal. I've heard of a lot of people, or just, I mean, you know, numerous and numerous and numerous people who have died from it. Maybe the elderly and those with um, other maybe health issues and things along those lines. And that is very unfortunate. And I'm sad about that. And that is not good. We do need to take it seriously because it, it is a serious thing. But we don't need to be running around like with chickens with their heads cut off, being fools like, oh, the world is coming to an end. No, when the world comes to an end, you will know it. I can assure you that. Um, no, no, but anyways, but just believers, continue in prayer. Continue in prayer for your leaders. Continue in prayer for those around you, your loved ones. Um, and help us just, you know not help us but I hope that we can continue in love for one another and love for the Lord so that that's a little bit like I said in my rant on COVID-19 so the, the next topic on today's episode that I would like to talk about is you know let, 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 let's talk about you know what whatever y'all want to talk about so if you can somehow once I learn how to run this thing a little bit better send me requests of topics that you would like me to research and to discuss if you just like to get my opinion but if you would not like to hear my opinion that's okay I mean I'm not that important of a guy just trying to have a voice in today's um, issues so without further ado let us get into the word of god into the book of galatians as i mentioned in the beginning of this segment so galatians 5 says this starting in verse 1 for freedom 
Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You were severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brother, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. Here in verse 13, he's just reiterating what he said in um, the start of Galatians 5. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled by in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Wow. A lot, lot of stuff in that passage. It's a good thing we got a long time today to, to discuss. I'll try not to keep too, too much time taken out of y'all's day. Um, but anyways, let's, let's just go through and review the passage as a whole and pick out the things that are important. I mean, the whole, whole thing is important. The whole Word of God is important. But the things that are specifically being said here. So, you know, verse 1, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For freedom, Christ has set us free. That is why Christ Jesus has set us free. How has He set us free? By His death on the cross, by His burial, and by His resurrection. You know, number one, He set us free from the wrath and condemnation of God because He Himself bore it on the cross. And by belief in Him, and when He saves you, I mean, you're set free from that. You're no longer in condemnation. You're no longer under the bondage of sin or under the wrath of an Almighty God. Um, you know, He set us free from those sins. You know, from you know, He set me free. You know, from the sins of sexual morality in the area of pornography, or in areas of having a dirty mouth, or in areas of you know just not being faithful or just this and I mean just just other sins I mean I'm not gonna go through all my whole list of sins because we'd be here today and tomorrow and the rest of the week um you know but that that has all been laid upon Christ he's taking care of it and I trust him so it says stand firm therefore what does it mean to stand firm I mean aka stand in place don't move you know if, if you're a linebacker on a football team 
a slight part of your job is to stand firm, to hold the other linebacker on the opposing team. Stand firm, stand in your place, keep him from getting to your quarterback. Your job is to protect your quarterback. So stand firm, plant your feet and hold that guy, resist that guy from getting past you. It's the same way with us as believers. We have to stand firm in our faith, stand firm to what we hold to, that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Son of God. He is the one who was buried and rose again, and we are to obey what Scripture says. Stand firm, not firm, but firm in that. Don't, you know, don't conform again. It says, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. It means to submit, to come under. You know, we don't, we don't have to come under the, the yoke of slavery of sin. We're no longer slaves to that. We can say no through Christ Jesus. Oh man, if we would see that, if we would just focus on that every single day, that we do not have to submit again to a yoke of slavery, that we can ask for the Spirit's help and He hears us and He will help us not submit again to a yoke of slavery. This command, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. You know, go, go down with me if you have your Bibles open to verse... Five, for through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. It's the hope of righteousness. You know, we, when, when Christ comes into us, comes into our soul, comes and lives within us through His Spirit, you know, He makes us righteous before God the Father because of His righteousness. You know, but the one day we will be made completely righteous in heaven when we're with Him because of Him. You know, it says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. Only faith working through love. You know, doesn't matter if you're Jew or Gentile, black or white, Caucasian or Mexican, you know, what, whatever. I'm not going to even be politically correct on those terms because it's not a big deal. But only faith working through love. Faith in what? Faith in the Son of God, you know. You know, faith, faith in Him. says you were running well in verse 7 who hindered you from obeying the truth so obviously he's talking to you know Chris who they were running well in their faith they were solid in their faith they were obeying the Lord and then someone came along you know or something came along and hindered them you know that they, they they went another way they went and you know were pursuing something that was not Christ Jesus says this persuasion is not from him who calls you you know Jesus is not going to hinder us from following him no 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 by all means he wants the glory he deserves the glory you know but it you know he he's not god is not a liar god is light and in him there is no darkness so it says who hindered you from obeying the truth this persuasion is not from him who calls you a little leaven leavens a whole lump a little bit of something over time makes it a big deal. I have confidence, still Paul talking here, I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. So saying that you will take no other view than Christ crucified for wicked sinners. Christ buried and Christ raised again from the grave by the power of God. And that He is the way to eternal life. Take no other view 
the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. You know, that, this is saying that, there, you know, there's people who are getting these members in Galatia, these Christians in Galatia, to take another view that, you know, maybe it's by something else that you're saved or by something else, you know, that to get to heaven. You know, it, it's not fully Christ. It's just a... It's, it's, it's 10% Christ. And then the rest, you know, 90% humanness. Humanness. Our, our ownness. No, it's fully Christ. We'll bear the penalty of whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. Now that right there, especially, my goodness, that is strong language. For a man to emasculate himself, I'll just leave that there. You don't have to think too hard about that. But Paul is so... I don't even know if I want to use the word devout, but he is so passionate about the things of the Lord, about the no, that they that, that we shouldn't take another view other than the true gospel of Jesus Christ. That if anyone else comes along and is teaching another view, teaching another thing, teaching another doctrine, teaching another truth, other than that, other than truth from the Word of God, you know, like he said, they would emasculate themselves. They would bear the penalty for lying. That being said, that shows that it is a huge, huge, huge deal in what Christ Jesus has done for us. Just because you are a Christian, a blood-bought believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, doesn't make you any special than the next person. Yes, you are chosen. Yes, you are a priest of God. Yes, you are um, set apart. Yes, you are called to be a holy people. Yes. But who is all of that done by? Who is all, or who does the work within you to sanctify you? Who has set you free? For freedom, Christ has set us free. This is a work of Christ. This is a work of His death upon the cross. His burial and His resurrection. It's all through Him. It's all through Him. You know, I would, I would encourage you, don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. Don't go, don't go back to your sin. You, you can say no in Christ if you truly are in Christ. He will help you. I have story upon story that I could tell you. Not just from me, but from other people. Man. Man, don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. Why? After what Christ has done, I mean, this is something for me too, not just for all of you. But why would we want to go back to something that is offensive to a holy God after we have been after our sin has been revealed to us? Think about that. It's not hard. Why why would we want to go back? You know, if if this is kind of a humorous example and kind of a, a serious one, if you've 
ever eaten something, you know, that didn't sit too well in your stomach, that did not, you know, just, man, taste good, and it caused you to throw up, you know, you, you felt queasy before you threw up, before, you know, it, it just came back up, that feeling in itself is so disgusting, I just personally, for me, it's just disgusting and just, oh man, I hate it, I hate feeling that way. You know, but then once, you know, once the process is over, you know, you're glad. I mean, you're just, man, glad that it is over. You do not want to go back to that feeling. I mean, you do everything that is within your power to not go back to that feeling. And, well, you know, what, what's what's the way that you do that? Well, it's, it's not eating that same food that you ate or what, whatever. You know, it's, it's, that's, that may be a goofy example, but same with sin. Don't go eat the devil's cake again. I heard, I heard that reference somewhere about the devil's cake, you know. Sin, rebellion against God, don't, don't go, don't, don't go back there. Forget it. Burn that cake. I would just encourage you to be strengthened within the Lord. Pray to remain in His Word, to constantly repent and turn towards Him. Ask for His help, for He will help you. Um, you know, so that is the biblical lesson for today. Like I said, we could be here talking all day long about the Word of God and about Him, and I, I believe that would honor Him. Um, but since we are slightly running out of time, since I have like a 30 minute um, episode, I guess we will go into, you know, I'm trying to still figure out what we should talk about, what, what should be our next topic that we talk about on the next segment, either tomorrow or um, another day. I'm going to most likely take a break on the weekends on Saturday and Sunday um, and just probably just be on here when I can, but if any of you would like to give suggestions on a topic that you'd like for me to talk about, I would be more than happy to discuss the topic, to talk about the topic, and um, yeah, just, I, I'm not a big podcast person on my big old radio station or whatever but just you need to text me or give a suggestion on the anchor site or do anything that you need to do and I'll do my own you know research on topics that I can talk about and you know things along those lines um but it really would help it it would um it'd be a, it'd be a joy to talk about um certain things so, I, I hope all of you, like I said, are having a wonderful day. Um, heart goes out to you if you're not. Um, just hold steadfast. Lord does not promise a beneficial life, a life full of happiness. He doesn't promise a Joel Olstein life. Oh, your best life now. Don't get me started on Joel Olstein, me and him. No, 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 on Stephen Furtick either, or Todd White, or a bunch of these false prophets who need to emasculate themselves. Um, 
you know, that's harsh language, but I'm pretty positive if Paul can use it, it's okay for us to use it because it's the truth. It is the truth. So, guys, we are running out of time, and with that being said, I think we will end today's Tractor Talk episode with, and I love all of you, once again, remain in the Lord, continue in prayer, and continue following Him, and just be in prayer for our nation, be in prayer um, the COVID-19 virus would be lifted and the Lord would Lord is being merciful but that he would show even more mercy and even more grace um, to a people who are very very undeserving also we should um, be praising him during this time so this has been an episode of Tractor Talk segment number two the actual like full episode number two this has been that episode, and I have been glad to do it. I'm your host, Lucas Carolyn. God bless, and over now.